12. It's just that fastly a movie. I like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie? Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is... Luke. And... Of course, Ralph. Come on, guys. You mean Ralph, comma, of course. No. Um, no. Why not? That works just as well, I think. Um, just don't say comma out loud. This is episode number 155. And um, today I was chosen. The chosen one. Of the movie selections. And those movies are... Well, the one I didn't have a choice in, really, is the one that goes as part of our marathon. We are reviewing Justice League Doom, which is an animated feature currently on HBO Max. Justice League Doom, part of our Batathon. Marathon about Batman movies. We started in the 60s. We're now well into the 2010s. Or is this, 20, or is this the odds still? This is 2012. 2012, 2010s then, yeah. We're almost caught up here. Um, anyway, but the other two movies I did choose are uh, The Black Phone, or The Blown, as I've been calling it. Currently in theaters right now. Uh, horror movie, horror flick. And then we're reviewing um, Skiama's latest film, straight from France, Petite Maman, which actually means Little Mom. And uh, <laughs> you can find this episode. I, I figured that's what it meant. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense now, right? Doesn't it? Uh, you can see, uh, check out this episode and all of our other episodes over at otherpodcast.com over there I did give uh, I mean at some point I must have been last year uh, a really positive review on Skiama's latest movie um, whose names I forgot it's the, the Portrait of a Lady on Fire um, fantastic one which we could review one day officially but that's why I picked it today. Anyway, you can check out a lot of movies like that before. We've, we've covered, not to mention our ongoing marathon, like I said, the Batman, Batman marathon, uh, which is currently on its like eighth or sixth gen, you know, iteration. We have like four more after this. So we still have quite a bit, but we're past halfway and we're looking good. It's fun times. Hopefully everyone's enjoying their summer. Luke, how you been? Tired. Tired of being tired. Why? I don't know. I, just, I, I think Ralph's on the same page. We've just been working a lot. And any time off of work is pretty much spent catching up on shows or watching some movies. Well, that requires no effort. Yeah, so it's the easiest thing to, you know, sit back, decompress. Hmm. Yeah. I see that. Um, what's your favorite going, favorite ongoing thing, show-wise? Um, so I just finished Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think oh. it's just Obi Wan. Oh, is it? Oh, but uh, that was really good. I like how, how they did that. Um, and now I'm, I think the th- on the third episode of Stranger Things, which is what I'll probably be of doing the new season. Soon. Yeah, season four. Shit, you're, so you're you're behind. Season four, part one. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, part two hasn't come out yet. It comes out this weekend, I believe. Right? Like in like two days. Yeah, in two days from this recording, it's coming out. So by the time you hear this, listeners, the show has been gone, and everyone talked there. Ears off about it already. Um, and it's already a past tense show. So it's by the time you listen to this. But in our time traveling, it's not. Not yet. Um, sounds good. I hope you like it as much as I did. I did like season four. Um, don't have a lot for Obi-Wan, though. But anyway, that's cool. So nothing much, right? No, that's it? Mm, yeah, pretty much. I, I'm excited. I do have like the 4th of July weekend off, so 
Are you going to do anything? Are you actually going to do something? Not a goddamn thing. That's the most. Expo- that's the best part about it. Hmm. I, I'm kidding. There's an anime convention at the same weekend. I'll dabble in that, Wait, and then you're not, you're not talking about Asen, are you? No. Okay. This is anime Midwest. Okay. I didn't think so because I'm like, that's not earlier. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. Cool. And then there's a parade thing for Fourth of July on Sunday on one of the little suburbs nearby. I might visit because the 501st Garrison is going to be there, so I might. Take some more pictures of them. Oh, I'm all about the 507th. 501st. No, I'm saying I'm all about the 507th. Um, what's, all the right, five, cool. what's the 507th? I don't know. I just figured that's a better <laughs> sequel than the 501. Um, I don't know what you. I don't know what that means. The 501st is the. Those are the Star Wars cosplayers. Oh, oh no! They do the I, charity events I mean, parades. I, I meant that. Uh, I don't know because I don't care. I, I didn't mean like I wanted to know. What it, well, what now it you know. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> um, all right. You rough? I mean, are you asleep right now? Did you fall asleep uh, because no. you're working so much? I'm just trying I'm to here. I'm here. I work more than Luke, for sure. Because uh, he actually gets days, he gets days off. He doesn't even show up to work like two days a week on his work days. I'm just saying. Anyways. Damn. Shots um, fired. Well, I've had even less it's like, time it's like to a watch Russian stuff. gunship and it says Cuba. I don't know I, yeah, I've had even Cuba. less time to watch things. One of the movies that took me like three times to watch because I kept falling asleep. I'm just so exhausted. Um, but yeah, that's besides... It's not even I, that long. Sadly, I, it was just the worst part of it. Sadly, I haven't really been enjoying my summer. I've just been working so much. Um, but I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to adjust something where I'm not working as much in a weird way, but still working a lot in a weird <laughs> Like, i got to sacrifice something, you know? Something's got to sacrifice in order for me to make money. I feel like uh, Roth is going to say he's going to turn in his credentials on the show very soon. <laughs> For the show? like you. It sounds like, I mean, this could be the one thing, right, that you're talking about just now. About like, oh, you need, somebody's got to give. Like, oh, are we are we the giving? Are you no, giving? I don't know what that is. To be honest, I want to hmm. play games. I want to do, I want to do a lot of things, you know. And right now I'm sacrificing a lot of family time, you know. That's kind of shitty, but. Have you oh. thought about selling pictures of your feet on the internet? Have you seen his no, feet, though? For that. Have you seen his feet, though? There is an app for that, though, boys. Um, anyways, besides that, um, yeah, like I said, I'm just working a lot, a lot, a lot of a lot of dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, Leo at least is in uh, summer camp as of this week. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. So he's you know at least staying busy throughout the summer. Um, I'm ch- I'm trying to pull a. I'm going to pull a fast one at work, see what I can do, so I can enjoy some time before I go enjoy time. Like, midway through July, I'm basically not working. Right. I'm I mean, to be fair, we are voluntarily doing this to ourselves. No, it doesn't. And I, I'm doing it to enjoy time off, you know? Like, I'm doing it to enjoy many little vacations that I'm going to take. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to indulge in, like, oh, four or five days off in a row, like, week, right. week after week, to make sure, you know, like, I enjoy some of the summer, but I feel like I'm only doing it in those two weeks. And I want to enjoy some of the others rest of the summer, you know, not let it just slip by, even though June just kind of disappeared. Just break um, away. Yeah, yeah. But besides that, like, um, yeah, so I, I love to watch more movies. I'm just, it's hard to commit to finish watching a movie, let alone I can watch it in one go, you know, and that kind of sucks because you want to watch it in one go a lot of times. Or, most, you yeah. know, preferably. Um, so I've been watching a lot. Of, I just been keep, keep it up with my shows, really. That's, that's about it. Um, play some games here and there. Um, yeah. Besides that, uh, obviously watching shit, the movies for the show. 
So that's right on. Yeah. Besides that, yeah. All right. Um, How about you, Oscar? Am I yes, in? Oscar. What's I mean, going on with you? There's a lot I can say that are kind of like banal shit. Um, none of it's like important or anything, but. Um, I'll focus on one, let's say. Um, I'm having this issue for a long time now, but I'm bringing it up now because I'm actually seriously looking into it and seeing if I have, um, I guess I don't know. By seriously looking into it, meaning like seriously going to like start calling. I haven't done that part yet. But um, getting some small pet groomers to like come trim these girls' nails, my sugar gliders. Because uh, for it's impossible to do it. Like I've tried, and I haven't tried recently, mind you, but I would try for hours at a time sometimes. Um, and they don't sit still. They don't like it. They don't love it. They don't, nothing. And I try to get them while they're eating or sleeping with the lights off. But I need some lights to do it. And it's in, been an impossible process. In the old days, it took two, two of us to do it. And that makes sense. Uh, two people. <laughs> and that made some sense. And it worked out barely. It was still difficult. But, like, we did it, right? Um, and I'm not, like, the be- I'm not a trainer kind of pet guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want them to live you know i don't like need them to be like having like i snap my fingers and that means something to them like i don't need to train them like that um so it's not so like it's not like a regimented thing here but i want to be able to do this so they can actually hang out with me more but it's impossible because they're like needles right now like those nails are needles and it hurts like a bitch and i can't have them climb on me right so um so yeah i'm doing i'm trying to maybe my next time of this i'll have some solid info on that and hopefully it doesn't cost like an arm or a leg for the for the task that's required. I mean, and hopefully it's not too bad. But they are technically exotic pets; they're not like the common kind of house pets. So, like, uh, I know it might be a little more difficult. But also, it's a huge city. Chances are, I'm gonna find something. So I'm gonna, you know, I have to try more. Anyway, but uh, that's been like a, a later latest thing. Otherwise, in TV show land, man, I am trying to finally. I'm rewatching the first three seasons, I believe, or two seasons of Better Call Saul, so I can watch and catch up to the last season that's going on right now um have you guys been watching it at all no, i've I debated but i still haven't started or anything i know Roth and i you, i've heard amazing you, things though you and i saw what was it two seasons or three mm, two i think two if that midway through the third i think i ended up being something around there yeah i'm but finally getting two for sure try. two for sure I'm watching two a week, though. I'm not, like, binging the whole thing because there's other shows to watch. But, like, um, I'm watching two a week, and I'm on the sixth, I think. Um, so, yeah. And because uh, I, I figure it's worth re-watching what I've seen because, like, it's been that long, you know? So, I mean, when the first season was out, put it this way. When the first season uh, aired, uh, Mad Men was on its final season. <laughs> so, think of it that way. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Wait. Uh, the first season of Better Call Saul, I believe so. The no. last season was like within a year, but so, yeah, yeah, it was. It was within yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah, it was. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Old ass. Anyway, uh, that is it for that kind of that kind of impromptu segment. Anyway, we're gonna move into our recent discoveries. Um, obviously, I have a ton, but uh, you two only have one. Yep. All right, Luke. What do you have? Well, um, a certain biopic came out. Biopic. Yes. Um, I saw Elvis. In my defense, I was supposed to go watch this with you, but I forgot. I changed the date. You forgot that you had to, you wanted to see it? Yeah, you forgot I, I, I got tickets for the two of us. You forgot I got tickets. I forgot I you got tickets for the both to this. And then, no. And then I had work that no. day or something. Or, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll get the tickets, secure the seats, and then I'll be like, hey, don't forget. And I'll be like, oh, Yeah, like, we already have tickets to Thor. 
You know what I'm saying? Like we've had to right. use Thor for like two weeks. Oh, I didn't know that. Thanks. He that. just does this like ahead of time, so far in advance. He's like, I'm gonna get tickets because we have the entourage there, you know. So he's like, I'm just gonna get tickets for us. I was like, okay. Yep. And I just forget, even though we share the same days off. Yeah. I just forget that sometimes I say I'm gonna work this day or I'm doing this. You know? Yeah. But anyway, so you saw Elvis. So Elvis, yes, by uh, directed by probably gonna butcher this man's name, uh, Boz Lerman. No, oh, you said it right. Oh, perfect. That's how everyone says it anyway. Oh, Baz. <laughs> okay. Oh, obviously, uh, starring the one and infamous uh, Tom Hanks and yeah. Austin Butler as Elvis. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks plays Colonel Tom Parker, which was his manager. And uh, I had no idea who this guy was until this movie came out. So, good little. Trust me, you yeah. still don't know him. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, nobody really knows him, I think. So, but yeah. Uh, Pretty awesome biopic, I think. It definitely has that like Boz Lerman flair, especially if you saw, I think, The Great Gatsby. It's very Moulin, much there. Moulin Rouge, also. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen Moulin Rouge in a really long time, but as soon as like I'm telling you, like the first 15 seconds, I was like, "Yep, this is this movie." Yeah, Boz Lerman has a distinct style for sure. Yeah, he has a flair. But uh, one of the things I was I noticed uh, throughout the movie was his camera work. I love it when there was always these moments of like uh, he would put the camera so close, like there's a conversation between people, uh, like a group, and he would put it in like right there, like you are a part of it, as if you were sitting next to these guys and everything. And I noticed that was really good; it really built it up. Hmm. All right. Yeah, it's something. I, it's something I definitely like took notice too. So I like that. Yeah. That's uh, also, you know, uh, I knew things about Elvis. Didn't really know much about him. Kind of gave us a whole perspective of it. Um, mm-hmm. I have two questions he, for you. Yes. I have two questions for you. One, that's a prime question I ask for all biopics that I either won't see or I haven't seen yet. Um, does it take place? At, is it, uh, I'll try it. Uh, does this movie take place during one chapter, one part of Elvis's life, or is it like an all encompassing thing? Um, and if you it, say both, it's the latter. No. So pretty much it starts off with like. It flip flops through time a little, hmm. but it pretty much just shows him you know, uh, as a child how he was, and then hmm. it'll, it'll jump back in and forth. Like, as you know, Elvis's music is very heavily influenced on African American music, you know, yeah, of the time. You don't say, and, and it's very they don't hide it at all. Like they show him like, like yeah, that's where Elvis hung out in Memphis, Tennessee, uh-huh. in the same neighborhoods as all the all the black people. They, they went to the same clubs, everything. Yeah, there was like one instance where in the movie where he's like. He's hearing somebody uh, playing some song, and he's like, "I want to record that as well." Like Blakeney says, "Like I want to do that song." Then there's these moments where, like, one song that he started off with, they would show like as he's a child, he's watching this guy play the guitar and singing the song. Then you see him like starting up his career singing the song, and then like at the third act, it's like him at the very end in like Vegas doing his crazy shows, doing yeah. that one song. You know, oh, that sounds like a cool thing to watch, yeah. actually. That sounds like that sounds like Boslerman. That's such a Boslerman thing. So. Yeah, but it's really um, good. Yeah, and it, cool. it's cool. Like the history, like the whole thing with him and his manager. Mm-hmm. How Elvis was essentially broke if he did, if he was to leave his manager. Like he got fucked. Oh, uh, that was the second question I had. Was the, is the manager portrayed as like nefarious in some way, or is it like good? So the so movie starts off as the manager, like on his deathbed, essentially telling the story of Elvis. 
And he's uh, like, oh, people like people think I'm the villain, but here's how it happened. But believe me, he's not sugarcoating himself. He's an asshole. Okay. So then what they should have done, don't get me wrong, I love Tom Hanks. But there was a good run here. Brought back me up on this one, if you, if you remember. Uh, there was a run of movies, especially biopics, especially musical biopics, where Paul Giamatti was the manager or like yes! whatever. Oh. It seems like they should just bought him for this. Right? Am I right? It seems <laughs> they, like he would have they, nailed it. They did not it. want to typecast him. He, he done, he's fucking typecast it already he's already yeah, exactly. there he was in uh what's that uh straight out compton right that's the right yeah yes he was yeah, in there, sure yeah. Was, yeah. nailed it and then uh yeah, the he other was one, in everything like and, and yeah. all this, it's was crazy. he in that one we like about brian wilson luke uh what am i thinking oh of? oh oh uh, um, love and mercy uh, love and mercy is he yeah. i don't think he was I'll look I, right I, right. I don't know in my bed i'm saying those are like a string uh, of movies there uh, love and mercy was fantastic i still think about that movie from time to time ditto ditto it's a great solid movie um, all right, so that's the movie. Fuck, he was. Saw. He was. Nailed it. He's a doctor, though. He's a doctor. Uh, oh, oh, okay. But, okay. Yeah, but he is in it. A little off, he is in it. He's still right. got casted in it. Right, he's still, he's still casted, right? I would have looked up his... Uh, also, Paul Giamatis tends, tends, tends to stand out and straight out of Compton for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, all right, uh, that's what you've seen. Elvis currently in theaters. Sounds like you recommend it? Uh, yeah, surprisingly, go see it. Okay. All right. I won't. Uh, at least not in theaters. Um, although Boz Lerman is the type that would make a movie that's worthy of theater. So mm, I'll see how I feel. Um, cause it is very theatrical style. Uh, uh, Ralph, what about you? I also have one movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie is, uh, your favorite actor, Adam Sandler's latest movie. <laughs> can't believe you saw this movie. I heard it was actually good. So I might see it myself. So yeah, it's hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read you the description and I think it's stupid. But I'll tell you right now. Anyway, <laughs> a basketball scout. I'll tell you, this is only the end. This is stupid. But, but okay, uh, okay. A basketball scout discovers a phenomenal street ball player while mm-hmm. in Spain and sees the prospect as his opportunity to get back into the NBA. That doesn't happen until like after he meets the guy, anyway. But besides the point. So like that's that last part shouldn't be as his opportunity to get back. It should just be and sees this prospect as uh, as a huge opportunity. That's all about it. It should shouldn't say anything about getting back into the NBA. But yeah. Besi- besides the point. Um, this is Hustle. This is directed by Jeremiah Zagar, um, with obviously Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. um, uh, Queen Latifah it, as Adam Sandler's wife. I heard. Um, Pancho Hernan uh, Gomez. Uh, that's uh, Bo Cruz that plays. The, that's the main actor in the movie. I would say besides, well, the co-main actor because Adam Sandler is the main actor. Um, ben Foster's in this, and then what I love about this, what I love about this movie is that you're going to see a bunch of people as themselves. There's so many people as themselves. All these ballplayers, all these agents, uh, or not agents, but like all these um, used people, um, they're all they're all played by themselves, which is fantastic. This is a movie also, I think, produced, not, I think, I know produced by LeBron James, which helps out a lot. And if you don't know, Adam Sandler's a really a huge ballplayer himself. He's mm-hmm. a huge basketball fan. Yep. And the he, man always wears basketball shorts. It's like his tell. It is, right. Exactly. <laughs> He's always playing basketball also. Um, He's like the white Spike Lee, right? Because in a, Spike in a Lee weird way, yeah. a New York uh, oh, as a very, very much so. He plays know. a uh, scout for the 76ers. Right. And yeah. he's trying. he's been trying to like always be a coach. And he gets an opportunity, but um, it fails, blah, blah, blah. Robert Duvall's in the movie. Um, he's still alive? Damn. For a little bit, yeah. It's okay. That's not, not for... That much longer, probably. That's it. Um, but yeah, besides the point that the movie's good, man. I think there's um, some really good acting. I would say, um, I would say, I don't know. Uh, as far as like acting wise for Adam Sandler, um, it's for sure on 
the topper tier, or the top tier of his of his stuff. Yeah, it doesn't like he gives a shit about this one because he gives a shit about basketball, right? He gives a shit about right. He gives a shit about more for sure. You can tell. Um, There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on with him for sure. I like the there's a lot of uh, feelings. There's a lot of cool um, what's it called action shots. Um, A lot of close up action shots reminded me of uh, High Flying Bird a little bit. Um, Remember that movie that we were? Yeah, I do. That's a great movie. Yeah, Um, a little bit in that aspect, and uh, (laughs) a movie that's barely about basketball. I mean, it is right. a lot, but it not, is a lot about not about the actual sport. The, the basketball that you played over It's more like the yeah. business of the sport, right? Right. This is a lot about basketball. They, well, they did a great job in this. Is like they made it feel like mm-hmm. with because all the act. This is what this is what's so cool. This, if you know anything, if you keep up with any sports, what feels so cool about hustle is that it doesn't feel like it's not real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's fake because they have all these stars or soon to be stars. They even have the prospects that are like. That just made it into the NBA. That theoretically, that they would have when they shot this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like all these people who played ball, like who actually are playing ball right now. Like, and it's crazy because, and then people who obviously who are ex ball players and stuff like that. So, like, it's crazy to see all these people, and then like all the credits are like, oh, as himself, as himself, as himself, as himself, as himself. Right. And it's actually really cool, and it adds a lot to the movie, and that mo- that helps out the movie so much, in my opinion. Um, and especially anybody who's into sports, which probably more than likely you are if you're watching this type of movie. Um, but overall, it is a good role for him. I don't. I like, even though he's the, snivy, the fucking the slimiest role in uh, Uncut Gems. I mm-hmm. I think that's a better, bigger role for him. I think he tried a lot in that one. Also, also a little bit about basketball, just gambling in basketball. Yes. Um, but uh, this one, I thought he did a decent job. Yeah. Um, it's a. Uh, Easy That's movie right to here. watch. Easy movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of paid by numbers, to be honest with you. And as it comes to a sports movie, just but more modern, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You both saw movies that I like that are not in my genre wheelhouse. They're like a sports comedy or sports drama or whatever. Like, okay, I'm not really into yeah. those. And look, saw a musical biopic, which I'm pretty sick of actually lately. Um, so like, but but you're both recommending it. So um, yeah, I mean, one's on, mine's on Netflix, so you can watch that shit whatever. Hmm, that's true. That's right. I think Ralph wins on this one. Uh, not that it was a competition. I don't know. It was, yeah. Not that it was. Rude. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> hey, I'll buy you a ticket to go see Elvis. Right. No. Just, that's where it's just funny because it does feel don't like Don't do that. Um, actually, Whatever no, you I don't do. Mind. I don't, mind. don't fall asleep. And no. Although I do have some horror movies. So, but before we get there, um, on me here. So I finally, and I've seen these uh, at this point, like a month or so ago, but I figure it's more appropriate for holding it for this recent discoveries. I saw both Justice League Dark and Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. So I don't know if it's Justice League colon Dark colon Apocalypse War or semicolon Apocalypse War. I don't know how the titles work, but um, anyway. Uh, these movies are obviously animated. Um, this is uh, concerning our Batathon. Today, we are covering a as part of the Batathon. We're covering a um, a movie that isn't about Batman. Batman's heavily in it, and he I would say he's the catalyst to the entire thing, uh, or he's a huge reason why the mo- the movie has the plot that it has. But it isn't just him. You know, it's the Justice League. It's like seeing uh, the teammate version of Batman, right? Yeah. Um, so I figure I see the t- at least a few of Justice Leagues. So I that saw these sense. two. I saw Dark and Dark Apocalypse War. Uh, real quick on Dark, uh, beings with supernatural powers join together to fight against supernatural villains. This team of supernatural beings include John John Constantine, 
Zatanna, Jason Blood, also known as Etrigan. I don't know. That's not a plot description. That is just an introduction. I don't know why they did that. Uh, Apocalypse <laughs> War is, oh, wow, that's even worse. It says, a sequel to <laughs> a Justice sequel League to Dark Justice involving Dark, yeah. Jack Kirby's new gods. Yeah. The fuck? Uh, that's, those are terrible synopsis. Uh, anyway, uh, the voices are Rosario Dawson, Camilla Luddington, Jerry O'Connell, Matt Ryan, Stuart Allen, um, Stuart Allen's Damon Wayne, uh, Sashi Alesso, Jason O'Mara, who is the Batman voice. Um, again, you will remember him if you know. Uh, Shamar Moore, who plays a one of the key characters in C- Criminal Minds, is Cyborg. Christopher Gorham, jo- Roger Cross. If you see their faces, you guys might recognize them. And there's a few others. Uh, so... I saw, so the, so the, the Justice League Dark has a, has, it's with Constantine, which is obviously made famous from that Keanu Reeves movie that I think we all like. I, I definitely like it. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. Oh yeah. That's been a while. Watch it again. I think, I think you'll like it. It holds up. I think. Not I think as a, not, Keanu not Reeves a, still wants to revisit that role. Co- Constantine, the movie though with Keanu Reeves? Though? Yes. I said, yeah, uh, made famous. Uh, like, yeah. So this character, that character is what uh, this movie leads, and it's like um, superheroes, but through the veil of the supernatural, yeah. right? Through the veil of uh, what's magical, and so on. It's like um, Constantine is basically the Doctor Strange of uh, of DC in a way. The way they kind of show him in comparison to everyone who's using bullets, swords, and gadgets. Um, you know, he's using spells and incantations and shit, right? So it's different. Um, but it does mirror, it does combine those two things, and more so, uh, it leads to the ever more popular Apocalypse War sequel, which kind of has like a bigger plot that threatens the Justice League and really the world. And it has time skips and it has like fucked up things and some pretty gruesome things going on there. That a few deaths occur. Uh, overall, I would say it was very entertaining, especially with the second one. Uh, I would say the first one has a, a lot of trouble getting started. I think halfway through and on. Like half the second half of the movie, it, gets, it starts getting good, in my opinion. But like, um, there's still a lot of fun, and Batman's still very much the one badass no one touches, even though he is a side character again in all these movies. Um, as far as team player goes, I would argue that he's a little more team player-y in this one than the one we're going to review. Anyway, um, oh, I mean, I don't think he's team player at all in this one. We're I know, I just said more team player. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah he yeah. is. I was good, say, I was like, he's not an example <laughs> of good team player. Okay, definitely not. He never okay. has been. No, I'm saying he's never that. Never gonna say that lie. But he, I feel like he meshes more, let's say, with uh, in this one than and then the one we're gonna review. Anyway, uh, uh, continuing on here, I saw a movie on Shutter. It's actually a new movie it's from 2022. You still have? Is that a subscription service? Say it again. Yeah, is there a subscription service? Oscar's one of ten people who has a Shutter subscription service. Yeah, do you want? Didn't you have mine? No, I have yours. I know you do. I meant Luke. Sorry, negative. You can have it, dude. It's great. Um, anyway, I've been watching some a lot of things on Shutter actually. That I'm somewhat saving for a different time. But here's the cellar, which is technically a new movie. Uh, Kira Wood's daughter mysteriously vanishes in the cellar of their new house. She soon discovers there is an ancient and powerful entity controlling their home that she will have to face or risk losing her family's souls forever. Um, a little dramatic with that plot synopsis. Just a little dramatic. I was um, about to say, yeah. Uh, so I, you know, reading that didn't immediately appeal to me, but I wanted to see something kind of a throwaway horror, and that's what it was. And I wouldn't recommend it anything higher than like a background good movie. Um, it has some good stuff in it, I would say. There's um, fun tension in the in the beginning. It doesn't waste too much time, thankfully. 
the opening is not like 20 minutes of getting to know people and then another 20 to set up the no 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 the data pretty much disappears pretty fast and like it's all about like figuring this whole thing out um, and yes, some of those parts do get annoying, as they do, you know, because it's a little tropey, as uh, as to how long will it take for the the mother, especially, but let's say both parents to get wind of what the fuck's going on in their house, you know, if it's supernatural, what it is, and so on. But I would say overall, it's a solid movie, um, solid enough anyway, and it would be better as like a like an hour episode for sure, but it's okay. Um, and also stars uh, Elijah, I don't know, it's Alicia, I think it's Alicia, Alicia Cuthbert. Um, from 24, Raf, you and I, the 24 show that we watched. Yeah. Ja- Jack's, Jack's daughter. That's what I'm oh. oh, she's in this? Kimberly. Yeah, she's the, yeah. the mother now. Now she plays oh, mother Jesus. roles. That's how old oh, we I are. I can't watch it. No, no, no. You have to now because uh, that's how old we are. You got to see wah. how old we are. Yeah, she's a little good. Yeah, really good. Way yeah, better than we do, good. anyway. Uh, way better than us. Um, this one. Oh, I, speak for yourself. I'm, my mom says I'm sexy. That's scary. All right. <laughs> uh, moving on here. I saw, I also have Mubi, a Mubi account, M-U-B-I. And I saw they have, um, they're still ongoing right now. They have like half of them right now. But they, st- they still have uh, the grand majority of their um, Pride Month movies that they kind of picked out. And I saw two of them. And they're both shorts, though. So they're not super long. Um, one is 27 minutes. The other one's even less, I think. Um, the first one is called Terror Sisters. And it's from France. It's a comedy. Uh, we, and we. The description goes, Today is a day unlike any before. Today is a day Calthoon and their girlfriends imagine their revenge. And it's about four transsexual women, I guess. Trans, yeah, trans women. Is that how you say it? I'm already fucking it up. Um, <laughs> four trans women. And sitting in a cafe imagining their revenge on society. Basically for everything you imagine they are. And uh, it is... I didn't not I didn't know it was a comedy. I didn't know how serious this was. I, I I just started it until I heard the first story. And once I went to the first story, which made me laugh so hard, and I was like, okay, this is definitely a comedy. And I thought there would be like different genres, but no, it's all a comedy. And it's so in your face and colorful and kind of energetic. And surprisingly well worth the I would say the twenty seven minute amount of time. Because I don't think I could hold that energy for an entire movie length. But as a short, it works totally out. works. Totally works. Um, I don't think I'll be able to find a synopsis for the second one, but it's okay, called. Yeah, I tried looking for it. I can't find it. Yeah, yeah, it's called the actress. Oh, I found it. Um, also, oh, this is from this year too. Uh, in search of her unique voice, an aspiring actress infiltrates cinema history as she traverses time, space, and gender. She shapeshifts through Hollywood's most iconic roles. Um, and this is like eight minutes. I wish it was longer. This one, I would have loved to see a movie of, which I kind of feel like said. I have. Settle down. And um, actually, I don't even know what you're making fun of. And in, anyway, and uh, this one, it's uh, this woman begins at, you know, I don't know if she's actually being shot or if it's made to look like it is, but she's practicing a scene or like um, soliloquying or monologuing to the camera or to an audience. You don't know for sure. And it leads into the whole thing is one monologue, but it's voiceover because she starts walking and starts participating in scenes. Again, some of them, some of them, super iconic that uh, you and Luke, uh, Raf and Luke would recognize. Um, some of which you won't because it's like old classic Hollywood that even I don't know. But regardless, she goes through these things and phases and stuff. And it's kind of fun. I think one of them, I remember, was one of them The Shining. No, it was a Clockwork Orange. 
uh, different Kubrick. Uh, she goes to like Kako Gorange, for example, as one example. Um, and so many others. But like, yeah, and that eight minute span, she kind of goes through all this thing. And it's just like a, a cool little um, mise en scene kind of thing. It isn't, uh, there's no plot. There's no like, de- you know, definitive point necessarily. Um, other than listening to what she has to say and the way she's saying it. So it was very really cool. Um, yeah, I'm surprised I remember that much. But man, I wish it was longer for sure. I would love to see like a 30 minute version of this. But regardless. Um, and that's, I think that's it, right? That's all I have. Yeah. yeah. That's it. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, I believe. And when we come back, we're going to review the black phone. The okay. blown. Stay with us. It's Forget not called that. that. In a world. Shut up. After being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. This is the black phone. Or or what, Luke? No. Or what? This is what happens when <laughs> Ethan saw character. Or what? Or what? Did in that nine-year span. This is... Wait, what? What was Before that? sunrise and before sunset. <laughs> oh, before the before the sun rose and it set, he had children in the in the next pops, little black yeah, phone. Yeah, he killed yeah. off a couple kitties. Couple kitties, like five, I think. Before he met his, you know, wifey again. Yeah, before he met the other girl, the right girl to bring him on the right path. <laughs> um, this shut up. Um, the man doesn't age, okay? Uh, co-written and then directed by Scott Derrickson, who also did movies like Sinister, uh, uh, based on uh, Joe Hill's short story, Joe Hill being Stephen King's son, by the way. Uh, co-written also by C. Robert Cargill, who's also done a few movies. I think he also <laughs> Apple fell fast from the tree on that one. Uh, oh, I guess I know your opinions on the movie already. Anyway, uh, this movie stars, uh, obviously, Ethan Hawke as the grabber. There's no real names here for him. Uh, Mason Thames, Madeline McGraw, Jeremy Davis is in this, for you Lost fans. Uh, James Ransone, for some reason. E. Roger Mitchell. All right. This is the latest and kind of a hit horror movie. Currently in theaters right now. My, steam, my screen was packed. And from what I hear of the numbers currently in the first weekend, it's looking pretty good. So, uh, Raf, I'm gonna start with you this time. What do you What did you think of the blown? It's gonna sound weird, but I mm-hmm. feel like they could have gone darker, or they should have. I think um, he's a jaded man, man. No, I'm kidding. Right, that's I'm the same thing. Same thing. same thing. So yeah, I feel like um, the movie overall is 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 good. It's not great. It. Um, I feel like um, you kind of lost. Uh, I. I you fo- I feel like the focus is in the wrong spot, or we got too little of it. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. Like I feel like I feel like this is like all barely a rated R movie for what it for a rated R movie. Yeah, was it even know. rated R? Yeah, it's rated R. Oh, I suppose. So like, it feels like it's barely rated R. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like we're gonna appeal to PG-13 <laughs> it's audience. It's a light R. It's a light R. It's, it's a lowercase R. Right. It's like the <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. And I feel like you you're wasting a lot of Ethan Hawke here. Where you could get a lot more of them, mm. um, in my opinion. Uh, okay. So the movie was just—I felt like it was just okay. It was just—it was just good. It wasn't anything spectacular. Um, it wasn't anything, you know. Uh, there were some moments of like, okay, but I—I I never. Um, I don't know. I just feel like um, I never felt that like dread that I feel like the movie should have given me um, from Ethan Hawke's character. 
Um, so it's a little lackluster in my opinion. Maybe I was a little bit too excited for this movie. I wasn't really that super excited. I just like Ethan Hawke a lot. Um, yeah, that's like half the reason I picked the movie. Right. To be really honest with you, yeah. I, I also only run out the set pieces and everything. The stuff that makes it like obviously they have a lot of stuff from like the eighties and seventies. You know, like clothing from all that time. Yeah. And obviously it's coming back around also. Um, the masks mm-hmm. on uh, Ethan Hawke or on Grabber are cool. Um, I thought they could have um, done a little bit more with the brother and sister combo. Um, just maybe actually giving us a reason to care a little more. Um, like I said, I just feel like the movie doesn't go far enough on some okay. of the things. I feel like it touches on a lot of things, and I feel like it's just missing that extra thing. My theater was packed also. Um, yeah, with some goddamn potheads smell like yeah. shit. Yeah, I had my stuff, you know, so I could. That was weed, not shit. But yeah, besides that, um, Okay. What about you, Luke? I obviously did not care for this movie at all. You did not? Oh, okay. No, I thought it was dumb. The premise was like, eh. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Oh, she's psychic or she has some type of ability and she's going to find his, her brother. It's called it. It, it, it was so easy. It was, it was so very, easy. It was such a predictable movie. It hurt. Oh, okay. That was your issue with it, the predictability of it. Yeah. What about the concept of the black phone? And so one of those things, it's like, I'm, we're never going to explain this black phone to you. It's just go with it. Okay, I'll go with it. I just like that. that girl's powers, which obviously she got from her mother, who was crazy. <laughs> well, but hey, let's feel sorry for say, these kids. So say let's have an alcoholic father who beats the shit out of her. Okay, yeah, let's have some sympathy mm-hmm. points. Okay, you get a sympathy point because you get beaten by your drunken father. No sympathy for the father, though? I'm kidding. Yeah. That's a... That's a trick question. So not not a fan. I mean, look, you drop his booze, you deserve to get beat. What about the grabber? <laughs> not enough grabbing. I mean, he does do a lot of, I think, off-screen grabbing for sure. Right. Um, uh, and the grabber's brother? Fucking dumbass. Hey, don't spoil too much. Uh, but yeah, there's a brother. Um, okay. All right. Not, not a fan. I would say um, not the total opposite. I don't love this movie. Or anything. I also have some of the same issues Luke is saying here. Uh, primarily, like an explanation to some stuff that I thought I would get. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not saying about the supernatural. Uh, let's say gifts these two kids have, um, or at least one of them has. Um, the the li- the live kids, the live ones. Um, but. Um, there's some other stuff in here that doesn't make a lot of sense and the movie does nothing to explain it. And I don't know if there's like an uncut version that would explain that, but, uh, I didn't like that. Um, likewise, I really didn't like a lot of the external things because I I think I enjoyed everything like narratively, everything emotionally that goes on in that basement between the grabber and the kid. Uh, his name is Finney. I liked almost everything there. I thought that was cool. I knew where it was going, but it was still cool to watch. Um, it's like you're watching an action movie and expect action. Um, like I, for me, it was like that anyway. Uh, but everything outside the fucking house. And I would say the movie does take like, it feels like 30 minutes to get the ball rolling on this. Um, I know I'm sure it's not that long, but, uh, before he, before Finn gets kidnapped and the movie really begins before that, like I, I, I had so many more issues in general. Like I found that either boring or tedious or like I had problems with this or that. Um, not unlike what Luke is saying. Although, um, a little different than what Luke is saying, too. Um, yeah, um, I would say that this movie, I also agree with Rafi in this case. Like, I think 
it is a light R. I don't, I don't know why we, I mean, it makes sense with the current state of things, especially lately in the news, but like we are, we are regressing in so many ways. This feels like one of them. Now, granted, this is nowhere near important as to the actual important stuff out there, but I, you know, this is another way you can see it. And for the last, uh, I don't want to say over 10, maybe about roughly 10 years, I've noticed this and I think I bitched about it on the show, um, is that we're regressing on this stuff. Like, we're even more afraid to show things that we weren't so much afraid in the early 2000s or in the 90s even. I want to um, see blood, gore, and titties. You know, but like we were, we like, R would say that, Luke. And then a PG-13 might have a light version of those. Now you can't even do that in certain parts or in certain types of movies. Now it's about... we gone uh, soft. Well, yeah, but yes and no. Like you can find them still, but they're not going to be in theaters. For example, you can find those movies still, but they're not going to be here. Or they're not going to be as widely available. You know what I mean? And those are a lot of. It's like it's definitely sidelining a lot of things. I don't know that this movie. I would say it's holding back, but it feels like it feels like they weren't even gonna, given the opportunity to let go either. You know. So again, this movie doesn't feel like oh, it has the cutscenes. Like it's not. It's like Oliver Stone's Natural Born Killers, where he was forcibly told to cut things because he can't show this. But like it wasn't that. Um, but it, it did look like this guy knew going into making this movie or even writing it, like, I can't show this, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, at the ground floor, at the bones level. Uh, so anyway, those are my general uh, things on it. Um, I do want to say, though, um, Ethan Hawke is awesome for as little as we get them, get him. Yeah. Um, we don't get a lot of him, and I, w- I, w- I, too, wish more of that. But somehow, uh, the absence of him, or because it takes place mainly through the perspective of the two children, uh, uh, the I say that as those we do get of him, um, it does make it creepy, though, of how little we know. That's there's an element to that. No, that, there is. Know, yeah, I like, agree so. with that. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, those are our thoughts, and I think we should get into probably spoilers for them, so we can get into it. Yeah. So, just- so spoilers for the Black Phone starting right now. The phone was actually maroon. It was black. It looked black to me. So I, I have a problem with the, the right away. The name of the, the name of the movie is called the Black Phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what is? If the I remember black correctly, phone? if I remember correctly, and Kobe, you can say I'm wrong. One of the kids when he, because the kid Finn when he finally gets caught. Um, since we're already in spoilers. Um, when he yeah. finally gets caught, yeah, spoiler, he gets kidnapped. <laughs> he gets kidnapped. Yeah. He, uh, he's in the, he's in the, he hears the phone ring, even though the phone's disconnected, and he's talking to the, the dead kids. Yeah. And one of the kids, I'm I think it was the first, if not the second time, I'm pretty sure the first, says that he can hear the phone ring too. Yeah, he says he could hear the phone ring, but he ignores it, or he doesn't believe we're here, or it's real. Right, yeah. Something like that. Like, either he hears a ringing in his head, but he doesn't think it's actually (laughs) Right, and I feel like he hears it, or, like, I feel like they said that, and they never used that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Uh, it's it's weird. It's It's like you brought up something for, like, no reason, almost. It's like, why even say it? Like, that he can hear it. Oh, like, I see. I thought you, you meant like use it as a plot device to get him to trick him or something. Like, no, 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 no. no. I, 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 like, like, I don't. Why even say it if you're not gonna? You don't say like it's just like yeah. I don't know. It's like an incomplete answer. Yeah, right. To, yeah. To a question exactly. that we didn't even know we had that early on yet. You know, either. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I, to, I, that's like the core thing of a lot of my problems with the movie. Yeah, well. That is the problem. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like also like Kennedy, you were saying, or how we kind of all said it's like a light R slash. We're coming from like you know. 80s and 
before, PG-13 fucking had way more shit than rated R movies have now. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And I feel like we're not... It's so weird. I remember, 16 I, Candles had tits. Just like, I, I do remember Not that. that I need to see that, but my point is that where's the freedom? Mm, I've never it? seen that one. Right. <sighs> so, you never? Really? No. Okay. Well, anyway. It's fine. Can you You're just, can you just mute him? No, I, I'm, I don't know if I can. Can I? <sighs> I can. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so besides that, it's just like, I feel like, um, I feel like if we got, I don't know, I don't know what I wanted from this movie. I don't know if I wanted the, the mysteriousness of, of Ethan Hawke's character or the grabber um, is, is adds an element to it for sure, a different element. But I don't know if like almost showing some, like one of his kills would have been even the torture, like knowing that that's what he's going to do or something, you know, along that line, mm-hmm. like showing the audience that maybe not the kid himself. Um, that would have been like epic, almost. Like I feel like that would have been something great to add onto it. But like the movie just had no balls to do that. Uh, it's just weird. Yeah, uh, weird. Um, like I said, movies just like kind of paint my numbers. It's just yeah. I wish we knew about his methodology more. I like right. how he worked. What gets him off to do this? Um, like so far as we know, and and I mean. Does can he only let's say molest them? Because I feel I feel like some sort of sexual thing component has to be involved here. Yeah, um, I, yeah, that's what I feel too. They, no I one really says so, it, which is weird. Again, weird. Why are they not saying pedophile or something? Right. I think it's because this kid never like played the quote game. No, no, I get that, but like you no, know, none of the kids say it. Although they wouldn't call them that because they don't know that word because they're children. I get that part, right. but no one's like none of the cops say it, or no one outside says it. Like the movie doesn't explicitly say it either. But it right. seems like there's no reason to kill these children other than there's some sort of sexual component. Yeah, it's it's really trippy. And then um, right. I also feel like I, I was talking to Luke about this after the movie because we started together. watching Criminal Minds. <laughs> we talked, we watched it together, and I was like, I feel like the movie filmed the wrong perspective. Yeah, like I feel like the perspective here should have been Ethan Hawke. Um, I mean, or, that's what I want. I want more Ethan Hawke in my life for sure. Yeah, so I mean, so do I. That's that's great. Or Can't it should have been the perspective that. maybe of more of the other kids, or something like that. You know, any, anything. I think something else would have been better. Like flashbacks of the kids, like as they're called. Yeah, like I don't mm-hmm. know. I, although I do like the flourishes. There's some good flourishes. Oh yeah, there's like, some nice ones. Out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff, like you said. Any, anytime there's Ethan Hawke and the kid are in the room, mm-hmm. those are. Kind of like wrenching moments where you're just like you don't know what's gonna happen. You do anything. Can happen. I would say that was cool. That was true. I didn't know what he was gonna do ever. Um, right, which has like I said, that, that's a, that does add an element to the movie. And then uh, the real switcheroo is at the end. You don't know what the kid's gonna do. Like, yeah, that was, you, that you don't was, know he's home a, alone that right. place. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It was a cool reversal at the end. I actually like that. That was very narratively. And narratively, it was very very satisfying. I just I feel like there's a lot of details, a lot in the mythological, yeah. mythical na- nature of the movie, like the rules. That maybe that's right. the better one. The, what are the rules of the movie? What are the rules right. of this magic? What are the rules of this killer? Like the the plot devices. Like I, I don't get that at all. It yeah. gave us nothing, nothing. Which Although I would say it does make sense that a Stephen King uh, offspring would make this because these kids clearly had The Shining, right, or some sort of version. The of Shining. It. Right. You want to get sued? Right. Right. So like this is okay. So this director. With, yeah. yeah, he started with his big movie was the uh, Actions of Emily Rose. Uh, a solid movie. And then they, they are so still sinister, mm-hmm. deliver us from evil. Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange movie, the first one. Oh, wow, nice. And then he did some short, and then he's this is the next month, the next movie. And I feel like Disney made him soft. I don't know. I mean, um, no, I would say that there is um there is a there is some there is some um. 
comparable comparable things. Yeah, comparable things with this movie to Sinister. I, I just think Sinister is better for two reasons. One, its premise is I feel like it's more terrifying, and two, it has more Ethan Hawke because he's the main character. <laughs> so like, <laughs> um, can't. You know, I'm gonna pick that movie more, and obviously, yeah. I have more better memories with it. Maybe I, maybe I saw it at the right time too. That could be a thing too. Yeah, that could be too. Movie, yeah. movie going experiences are a I, lot of the battle I, here. Although but, I, I do feel yeah. like, um, I do feel like the movie also like, it's kind of like, it's treating audiences like you're not smart enough to understand certain things. But like, uh, we have to make it easy for you. It's just like I don't want to make it too complex. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the movie could have gotten more complex than you think. Like, that's what it was doing. I don't know. I just Maybe. feel like it, I feel like it was just keeping. That sounds it like so studio interference. I, I feel like it it, I, I just feel like it, it kept it so safe. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, nah, let's just, let's just stick with this. Like we know that works. You know what I'm saying? Like I just and then audiences are so smart. I, I think audiences are smarter than than we've been ever. I, I for sure think that. For sure. Think yeah. That. Even though really shitty movies make all the money, still they're still way smarter than they were twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago. Even. <laughs> um. I don't know. Uh, except that one lady, I don't know, was going super crazy in our theater. Like enjoying it? You mean? Like being scared? Yeah. There was some of that. No, no, like towards the end where like, she was like, like she was like waving her arms like, yeah, go, go, kill him, kill him. Oh, it's it's like, yeah, it's like a it's big, like, I mean, I wanted the kid to win too. I was like, I know, but I wasn't like jumping out of my seat, you know. Have you like, ever? Flailing my arms. I've done it maybe twice in my life. We're pretty bitter people. I don't know where you, you're never going to do that. That was never yeah. you. That's clearly her though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Just She's allowed to enjoy the movie however she wants. Well, yes. To a certain extent. Yes, of course. No, I mean, that's not what I'm saying either. I'm just saying, like, I'm more like, it's more like, uh, I'm more, and I'm comparing, I'm not make, making fun of you, Luke. I'm saying, I'm like you in this sense. Like, I also don't do that, even if I do root for the character. <laughs> I've never done that. I think that's what I did. It was like, I was like eight years old or 10 years old or something, you know? And it was probably at the mask or something. Um, anyway. Uh, I, my point is that that's I, none of that happened in my movie theater. I don't think, but it happens. Um, well, what about you? Look, I mean, do do uh, would you agree with the Roth? Would you prefer a different perspective entirely on this movie? Is is that what's missing? Is that what you were preferred? Or was the one thing you would do you wanted over everything else? Better. Don't say better, don't say better, better story. That's better plot. <laughs> Don't fuck it. That's not. A, that's not. Give me something specific. I, I honestly that. thought that the sister I will had. I drive over there. I thought the sister was probably a better, more interesting character than the fucking wiener kid. Oh yeah. What was okay? So what's your deal with the sister? Why didn't you like her? Oh no. I mean, I, I just thought you know she was very like generic because it's like oh we're gonna feel bad for her. They, they write she bad has her dialogue mother's for them. gift slash curse. Do you guys agree that the dialogue for all the children was kind of bad? I mean, child actors usually suck, in my opinion. <laughs> no, you know what? That's funny. We, I think I think that's okay. the, I think that's, no, that's the, yeah. that used to be the case. Yeah, and I think we know they've gotten better over the year. I mean, they, I think we all. I think they they can always be good, but it goes both ways. Like yeah. uh, you, you can tell when an adult is writing dialogue for a child. Okay, and in this movie, you could tell, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think a kid would ever really say that in that way. So that goes with direction too. Um, I mean, I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure the kids fall to somewhere in there too, but it's, he's a kid though, ultimately. None of us is fault. It's the adults around them telling him what to do. But like, yeah. um, but I felt like the kids' dialogue was pretty stilted in several points, especially before the action starts. Oh, the action, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the kidnapping, I should say. Um, yeah, it felt weird. And even um, doing some of the ghost apparition stuff uh, a few times. But, uh, but I was like, ah, I was able to like move past it. 
It's not the biggest yeah. problem. Honestly. But were you? Well, we're, we're doing a fucking show, so I better <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't move past it. <laughs> um, so, something specific. You mean like, so what did you say, Luke? That you would change. What's the number one problem you had with this movie? Uh, just the predictability, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, yep, this is exactly where it's going to go. And that's exactly where I mean, where you didn't, you didn't uh, like that twist uh, where it was actually two houses. Like, uh, the cops were going to a different house. The, the, the sister found out that the kids were, or the kids that she was following, the little supernatural foot trails, footprints, was leading to the kids' bodies at a different house. You didn't like that twist? That the, And then the kid had to get out on his own, so to speak. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was cool, but, right? That was I didn't see that come in, by the way. You you get you get one. Huh? You get one? <laughs> they got one. So they got one. But you're right. Everything else is fairly predictable. You're right. right. Um but I mean I can see this not working for some for sure. I don't blame you. I think. I'm just trying to figure out what it is exactly. Yeah, you know I, I, you know what one thing I did like? I, hmm. I like how like life moves on. And it moves on so fast that that's kids' school. Because they're like, Well listen, the biggest bully got taken out, so they're fighting for the next bully. Like the the next people who are gonna be you know and the next thought t- kid. Is to deliver a punch now with that fake out, right, right, right. And it was just so much, so much of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like I, the movie was predictable. I, I would say so also. Like, or I mean, not like super. Like I just thought like, well, this is probably where they're gonna go. And I was like, oh, okay, they did go there. But like, I can't, you know, I I can yeah. I say that about every movie. I I, I always think about uh, yeah. where the movie's gonna go, you know. Yeah. It just, I was right every time. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, uh, I, I, had, I, I came into this movie not really expecting any kind of like mystery to it. Um, yeah. we know who yeah, all the I players are. It's just like how he gets out. Yeah. Not more I, I, as I, like, yeah. you know, like, um, right. Um, and I like that. I like that. The Although, sister thing because like, for example, like, if the sister was leading the cops to the house, then it feels like we wasted our time with the kid. We, exactly. I agree. But no, but that was really cool. I really like that. That's actually a genuinely cool, satisfying moment. Yeah. When it turned out to be, and it was right across the street too, but what it turned out to be two like two different houses. That was kind of cool. And I'm with you. Uh, whoever said it first, uh, I'm with you on uh, that brother being a weird tonal difference in that movie. I don't know why he was there or why he was portrayed that way. I felt like a what, was that a comedy scene? What was that? Where he played that? You know, the brother was like this conspiracy looking nut. Oh, uh, that was oh, uh, weird. He's a right? fucking cokehead. I didn't like that. I didn't like. I didn't find that. Like, how dumb can you be? Like, come on. Uh, there's a bunch That's of kids another thing. Imagine if we had the, the grabber's point of view, we would have seen more of this relationship. Like, what's going on with those two, right? Like, how is this yeah. working out? Yeah. I, I have a dumb brother who's a cokehead, and <laughs> he never state, notices anything. Has to crash with me <laughs> every time he asks. Like, oh, what? What's who's that kid? I'm like, oh, I'm teaching in math. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> Although, also yeah. different times, those cops just let that guy's like, yeah, next time well, put away your fucking blow. Like, also, kind of shit, like... yeah. Also, the <laughs> cops kind of suck in this movie, right? Oh yeah, they're fucking trash. Not I mean, only, listen. I mean, are they going to get demoted because they were in the house of the killer? <laughs> right? You think they're going to get like? They're, no, they're like uh, what's it called? The uh, fuck was the guy from the the, the, the uh, cop? Uh, Wiggum, Wiggum, Wiggum. I was like, yeah, hey, okay. no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. Oh my god! It's just like, oh yeah, I left my gun over here. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Rob goes. Even I know that he's like, yeah, right, right. I know exactly. I'm no good. I'm no good. Uh, um, all right. Anything else on the black phone? No, Boris and Hawk. I'm always down for that. I mean, the guy makes. Luckily for us, he makes a shit ton of movies all the time. <laughs> luckily for us, <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Uh, I still haven't seen his uh, show he made last year called The Good Lord Board. 
Good Lord Bird. I want to see that oh, so bad. Show? Yeah, a, he did a show on Showtime. I mean, he's serious. Okay. Apparently, he's a real raging asshole set in the oh, well, set in the pre pre Civil War era. I think around that time, maybe after. Um, I heard it was fantastic. Oh, he's because he's great. He's in it anyway. Um, all right, that is it for our review of the Black Phone. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our second film of the evening, currently available on streaming slash really VOD. Uh, Petite Maman, stay with us. Nelly has just lost her grandmother and is helping her parents clean out her mother's childhood home. She explores the house and the surrounding woods. One day, she meets a girl her same age building a treehouse. This is Celine Sciamma's uh, Petite Maman, which means Little Mom or Mini Mom. I don't know. Um, movie starring, are you ready for the butchering? Movie starring Josephine and Gabrielle Sanz, Nina Merus, Stefan, hmm, okay, I'm gonna try it. Stefan Varupen? Varupeni? That sounds more Italian to me, but I have no idea. Um, that, that's it. Okay, that's it. I mean, it's really just Josephine <laughs> and Gabrielle Sanz, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, like I said, Celine Schiama is the writer director. Um, obviously, I'm in love with this filmmaker, although it is just my second movie of hers. Um, anyways, it's currently available on VOD. I'm going to start with this one because I know that I'm the weirdo that would pick this movie. I know none of you all even heard of it if I didn't pick it for our review, which is half the fun. It is half the fun for yes, sure. Yes, sure. Um, you mean I'm trying to open your mind, Luke? Yes. And your, your taste? Yes, 100%. That is what inspires me to do this. Um, also gives me an excuse to watch the movie. Um, so Petit Maman, I think it's, uh, I found it not only gracefully, thankfully was a short movie. Um, meaning like, uh, it's a buck 13, by the way, buck 13. That's like basically just an episode. It's an episode. Anyway, um, not only is it wonderfully uh, short and to the point, um, but I found it kind of like pretty like endearing and emotionally resonant to me, even though again, uh, it's hard to 100% be in the same shoes, right? Because they're opposite to me. But, like, ultimately, I found it very empathetic, and it was really fun and kind of really nice to watch it. Like, a very wholesome, but, like, mature wholesome kind of movie that I did not know. And I, I went into this movie knowing nothing. Knowing nothing. I knew what the, the title meant, like, translating it, but that's it. And I really thought it was going to be about, like, a like a mom that's a, a, a dwarf or like a little person, you know, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's how little I knew. So, uh, and this movie is categorized as a drama fantasy and we're, we're going to get to what, the, what makes it a fantasy in a moment here. Um, but, uh, Luke, what did you think of this movie? <clears throat> it was all right. It was very impactful, but very minimal, I would say. Yeah. So, but overall, good. By minimal, uh, you mean like uh, you mean like easy to shoot? Very, I mean, if not a lot. Is what just one house, some outside shots. <laughs> it really I was mean, just one house and some forest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, it was, but like, it was kind of endearing. It was like heartwarming towards the end. Hmm. I mean, and obviously, you did know, you get some feels? Uh, no, because they're French. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great answer. Uh, now we can't go to France. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, All the French girls. I'm not going to talk to you. Um, uh, that's fine. I that's probably fine. have less underarm hair than they do. 
you probably do. I don't know if that's more of a diss on you or a diss on them. You know what I'm saying? Man, sometimes uh, in the summertime it gets hot. You trim that shit down, boy. I'm telling oh, you, you. I've never trimmed mine in my life. Oh, man. I don't have to. I don't think I do. I'm a wildebeest if I don't. I am, I'm afraid to try even at this point. And that, okay, we're sidelining here. Rob, what did you think of Petit Maman? First impression. Uh, it's probably the most, I think Luke used the word heartwarming, right? Yeah. Um, endearing, I think, also. You used endearing, yeah. But I, I too, but... Because, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's the most heartwarming movie Oscar has ever picked in his life. Do you um, think so? Yeah, I, I, at least lately. Um, <laughs> I would say that, too. So, lately. <laughs> and it's, it's such a, like, nice, easy movie to watch. It's It's weird because, like, it also feels very foreign, but if you've ever, if you've ever watched any French movies, um, like, she, so, she feels foreign? so a, foreign, foreign, yeah, feels okay. foreign, because, like, yeah. how the kid acts. You know, like, a lot of kids don't act. Oh, like I thought you said, because Americans are not emotional available, like. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's probably that's, true. But that's probably true also. Yeah. But, like, but what I'm saying is that it feels foreign because of the fact that how, how, how adult the kid is, right? And. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how like how open they are with each other, you know what I'm saying? I don't, you don't see that a lot. Like it, and it, and it feels super believable, I guess, because we don't see that yeah. a lot in French movies, or I don't watch a lot of French movies. Um, but like, I just, it just feels, it, it felt like it felt really right in a weird way. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would say like I, I said aloud while watching this movie, I'm like, this fucking girl is maturely, emo- like uh, emotionally mature. Way Very more than I am. Show. Yeah, like I mean, she so literally sick. pauses. You can see her thinking. Yeah, she, like, you can see her crazy. thinking. She yeah. asks white questions. She's still curious. She's still a curious right. child with questions. But, but she, but because she's a child, yeah, it's like she, she just wants like this nice warm hug of love, you know, like yeah. And it's crazy. It's like, and it's just like, like you just wanna, you just wanna hug her. You're like, oh man, I care so much about you because like you're totally gonna be wearing like. Evo clothes pretty soon when you hit high school and stuff like that, you know? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, just, when it all like, goes away. Right, yeah. It, it's um, interesting. And then the same thing with the, with the mom, I would say. Very similar, you know? Um, also, I mean, the, the actors the, uh, the actors are sisters, right? They're actually sisters. Yeah, they're, they're twins. I don't know if they're twins, twins, but I think they oh, are. Oh, because they look so fucking similar. They look exactly real. alike. So, like, I was like, confused I, because I was like, so I was the same actress? Too. I, oh my God, I said the same thing. I was like, wait, are they the same actress? Just like, I'm like, then this girl is even more good than I thought she was. Right, that's why I was going to say the same thing. And I was like, no, they're not. No, 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 they're not. They're not. They yeah. can't be. I was like, unless they shot them at different times in their lives. No, it's like two girls. Later. Uh, Josephine Stones and Gabrielle. Yeah, that's why yeah. I said to Gabrielle. Yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but they have the same last name. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? And it was like, I don't know. I I, I dug it a lot, though. I, you I think Gabrielle calls uh, Josephine mom? Or the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a nice movie, man. Just an easy movie to easy movie to watch, even though I had a hard time watching it because I was so tired watching it the first. The first yeah, time. and subtitles do tend to strain you, especially if you're tired. Well, I, dude, I was so in French. I was so. Oh my god! <laughs> the reading. It, I want to go to France thing. one day, although I also don't like the French. I want to go to France too, but I'm not looking for any armpits. Anyways, besides the point, um, well, they're there. Um, <laughs> besides the point, you're saying. Besides the point, uh, yeah, I was just so tired reading, trying to like keep up with it. I just. I fell asleep that first time. That's when one of you guys brought up, like, who left the movie at? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just like, yeah. 
And I actually actually rewind like ten minutes because I'm pretty sure I was like didn't know. Well, I just yeah. didn't want you to lose your spot. That's no, all. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So yeah, but no, like I said, um, I'm actually glad it was a nice, it's a nice, I digestible, mean, yeah, nice little. I don't want to say slice of life because it's not. No, but it's, it's not. No, time. it's a very personal yeah, story, really. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it's really cool. Uh, Should so we go to spoilers? Yeah, uh, I, will to, say, I, will I will say. I will say. Even though the ending is super short, I dug it so much. Okay. Um, oh, ditto, by the way. Second that. Uh, so, do we overall recommend it? Seems like we are. Yeah. Before we get to spoilers. Um, I'd love to recommend this, but I know no one's going to ever watch this. A lot of people... Okay, no, okay I'm going to say this right now. A lot of people watch movies that we've never seen, Luke. Okay. Alright. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if you're into this type of thing, yes, watch it. I mean, I would say that by now... Uh, we've curated a mix match of a of a good amount of poppy nonsense to this kind of movie too. I'm saying, you know, what I mean, like from everything, from A to B, all colors. I'd rather watch this three fucking times than watch Black Phone one more. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I, I would say this probably movie fits three times into Black Phone. Actually, yeah, it probably does. Uh, at least at least one more time, twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I'm saying I agree with you there too. I'm saying like we've been saying we've done all walks of life here in movies. I'm saying we've created enough where like i think we can cater to any kind of watcher you know what i'm saying so yes your recommendation does help um anyway so let's get into spoilers for petite my mom which i think we've done an overall good job of not exactly spoiling what the hell's going on starting right now so the cops knew she was the mom the <laughs> whole time man what's with the man at the end you're not from I the 70s know. all right uh, yeah, so, you know, we watched two movies uh, where there are children involved, and one of them, the dialogue felt very much like it was written by an adult, thinking that's how a child speaks. And in this one, they technically did the same thing, but it was way more believable. In Petite Mama. <laughs> I think because they were just again, like, hey, like, hang out, and mm-hmm. we'll just record. I, no, I they actually they... talk like children, but I'm saying, like, the way she was, like, talking with her mother, and I guess her father, uh, didn't feel like a father, but I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, uh, I felt like an uncle, stepfather figure. I, well, at first, at first, I thought it was the uncle. To be honest with you, like helping out a single or, mom. Or it could be like a long time boyfriend, like a different father. Yeah, like or figure, some, right? something uh, along that nature. Yeah, stepfather maybe. Um, yeah, every like this girl is emotionally intelligent as fuck. Uh, for sure, that's how I felt. <laughs> Way more than I am, believe me. <laughs> with more than we are combined, <laughs> Luke. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. Um. <laughs> I was in awe of it, but I was more in awe of how believable it was to me. You know, like, again, not knowing what to expect anything in all in this movie going in. Um, so I love that right away off the, off the bat, like exactly like her little goodbyes to all the people at the hospice, right? Or at the yeah. hospital wing where, you know, the sick beds and shit. And then, um, which was, which is endearing, kind of funny. And then, you know, with these conversations with the mother and how the mother engages, also a very mature mother, like the way she engages with her daughter is also, like, very cool to watch. You know, it seems like a well-practiced thing with them. None of it feels at all forced. It's all very natural. Um, That's just how it feels. I can't even begin to explain it, really. But, like, right? I mean, mean, I'm, 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 I'm assuming you're all with me on this. And then, like, and just like how a child would... I guess, and only a child of a certain age, she's eight years old here, um, when she experiences this, this, uh, her mother in the same age she is, right, out in the woods building the very hut that she wanted, like a hut that she wanted to build too, right, um, is, uh, is her mom, like, she just goes with it, rolls with it, 
in such a way that I really rarely see, right? Rarely, super rarely even in movies, right? Um, and I, I, really, I really dug that. It means so much so that I was thrown off. I was thinking like she's hallucinating or like, I was thinking all these things. Like she is having, I'm not saying a mental breakdown, but she's having like an imaginary friend that looks like her mom. It really yeah. looked like her. So I, I believed it a little bit like, and that, you know, like I really didn't know. Um, but the first time I really figured it out, I'm going to ask you guys the same question here, um, that I really figured out that it's not only real or real enough, but also that that is exactly her mom and that her mom is the grandmother that just died recently is when, when I think it was, uh, it was before, it was before the male figure in her life shaves his face. It was like, they were in the bathroom for some reason and the towel was exactly the same. The towel was exact. It was the same shot as when the two girls were in her oh, house. Oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the bathroom. That was in the kitchen. Oh, it was the kitchen? Are you sure? Yeah, it was the kitchen. Yeah, because the kitchen. Because remember, they, they, they peel away. They no, no, no. One of the... No, I meant the purple tiles. Oh, you're being... Yeah, I, I meant the actual bathroom. Sorry, I knew, I knew what you are talking about. Yes, I okay. should have... There was probably a clue before that I missed. Uh, yeah. 75, probably. But that's the yeah. real time I, I figured it out. Uh, what about you guys? Did you guys... What was the moment you figured out what was going on? For realsies. Or you haven't yet. Do you know what this movie is about, <laughs> Luke? No, I, I... I don't know if it was my mind. It was like, like oh, watch. Like, that's like her mom or some shit. I don't know why I thought it was going to be like a time thing. Wow, really? Yeah, I, I... I mean, it was made for sure aware to the audience when the father or whatever he is uh, reacted to her, right? <laughs> like, she's really there. He really stayed an extra day so his girl can hang out with her, right? Yeah. So like, like okay, this is really real, and that's we're just gonna move on, no question. I think it was with the bathroom or something with the house. I was like, wait, are they in the same house or? But something was it's like the same off. house, just at different times. Like they yeah. would leave it for a while and come back, and it's like yeah, a different so house. I, I kept getting the inkling the whole movie because of like the first time she goes over the house, it was like shot for shot, like when they walk into the house. Well, the first time when he when they're trying to clean it out, yeah, and I was like, oh, well, you know, they do that here, where like all the houses are kind of similar, right? Where like you walk into a house in the in the, the, the neighborhood, and the strawberries is what's different, I think, from the outside. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like you walk into the house, mm-hmm. and you know, like here, like my neighbors, my neighbor's house is going to look very similar to mine. You know, like the bathroom's going to be the same place, the two bedrooms are going to be the same place. You know what I'm saying? Like because it's built like they're built kind of similarly, most of the houses here. So I thought the same thing, but I was like, I ah, just out like in the forest or like they're too spread you know what I'm saying? Like, there's too much space for them to have like the same type of house being made all the time um and i was like okay ah, we'll see what we'll see what's going on and then i got the for sure one was when she was eating or something and they had mentioned that one scene where i remember before where they were like huh the old wallpaper's still here look remember from this blah 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 mm-hmm. they had mentioned that in the, when they're moving and then she sits down and She's sitting down to eat, I think. So now she's talking, and then she's now she's talking to her dad the next morning, and it's the same exact shot, right? And, and then she gets up and she's like, "But now she's with her dad, not with her anymore." And you're like, "Oh, like, yeah," but because it, it looks exactly the same. And I was, that like, was okay, your, so that was I your was name. like, the, no, that was the like a thousand percent concrete. Like, I'm, I'm for you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like there's nothing, there's nothing to hold me back here, of course. Yeah, but I, I did have that inkling thing when. The second time, I think, like she goes over because the first time she does this pause, like, "Oh, I'm going to go over your house, right?" And she does the pause in the mud, and uh, she she pauses in the mud, like, "Is this my house?" kind of thing. But you don't realize that the first time, yeah. and 
I, I noticed it thinking about, I mean, well, I thought thinking about it, I was like, oh, damn, there's a big clue right there. Um, but the second time she does it, you're like, wait, did she just, wait, huh? Like, she just went to that house. Like, that's her house. But no, she's going to her friend's house. Like, I'm lost. Whose house are we going to? You know, like, that's where also, like, I was, that's where I was, like, already starting to be like, okay, what are we going on? Is this a time movie? What's going on here? Like, like I'm fucked up here. You know? I just didn't know if she was time traveling in the past or is it like what that's that's like the weirdest part for me because and like they never get into it which is kind of cool because like well I think it's um <laughs> I think it's all legit and well I mean this is where we, opinions get uh, this is where like it, it could be different opinions about what we think is going on but yeah. I think the wrongest question oh, that's not a word but the the worst question you can ask about this movie is how is this happening. Because the movie yeah, has no interest at all in explaining it. It is right, not about and, that but, whatsoever. But, but that's what I like about the movie. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Because right. it's so endearing and all this other stuff. Emotionally yeah. so resonant and important. Um, the very fact that the nature of what's going on is more important right. than how is this happening or what right. is causing this or whatever. Um, that you, it, it feels right not to know the answer. You don't even, I don't even want to question it. But the closest thing I would ever get to is to is really concerning the ending, because uh, I think there are a few clues along the way. For example, like the fact that the hut gets made, um, the way it gets made, like the finale of well, not the finale, but the finale of the hut with the with the red door draped thing, and um, and the way I and I guess ultimately maybe the way her mom kind of reacts and res- like talks with her in general and leading to that ending, I think it feels like. She's her daughter was always her best friend as a childhood best friend, and that and that somehow I don't know somehow in that in that at last moment they had because she came back for one more to see the place one more time right, um, I, that's part of what that scene meant to me, that like she wasn't she like the uh, uh, let's, uh, what's her name uh, Nelly just said goodbye to the young version right of her mom. And, but here is the present version of her mom saying hello in a way that was recognizable. Like it was part of it. Like I'm, I'm never leaving, you know, like this, you are my best friend still kind of, it felt like that to me, you know, Uh, I don't know what's in it, but I feel like the hut's part of that. Like the way, like the fact that it got built, the way she built, like, it feels like she, with two kids working it, maybe like I can see it being made much way harder for one child to do it. I feel like since it's real, it probably did really happen, you know? Yeah. And then, um, what's her name? Marion, right? And that's the mother. Uh, Marion, mm-hmm. the child, uh, goes off and lives her life and comes back, right? Mm-hmm. With the best friend that she needs to fill, finish the hut, right? And not to mention, help along with the process of like her, because her mom, her mom was already ill. Was, yeah. I guess been ill for a long time. Um, and finally, I mean, did they, ever, they never say what the illness is, right? No, they no. never do. They never do. But clearly, again, it wasn't old age. It was something else. But Marion had an operation to not get it. Right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Am I missing? Yeah, she comforted her. Like, she's like, hey, yeah. it's fine. You'll be fine, obviously, because, you know, hmm. I'm from the future. Hmm. Yeah. Right, maybe that's what maybe that's what gets her to live for so long, and that maybe the king comes back in her elderly stages, right? Something like that. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds a little, sounds a little right though. But even then, like, uh, what is that? She manages to live another twenty to thirty years, right? Still not a lot, but whatever. No, I'm not talking about like the grandmother. Yeah, the grandmother. I'm saying. No, I'm talking about the mother. Oh, the mother. Okay. 
Because the grandmother's sick, right? Yeah. But th- doesn't isn't the surgery for the child, for her mother? Is it? I thought because that's what she comforted her, like you'll be fine. Obviously, I'm afraid to say I did. Maybe I'm, I forgot that part. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was for the grandmother. I thought she was saying you'll be fine, as in like you're gonna like you're not gonna lose your mom. No, but I thought. I, oh, I thought it was. But, but that's I thought I they both had it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I believe you. Sure. I mean, I probably will rewatch them again because it's so short. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good chance I will rewatch this movie and, <clears throat> and recommend it as much as possible. So short to others. Uh, cause I know it's not popular. <laughs> I know it's not, it's not everywhere, but, uh, I have it and that's all that matters. So anyway, um, I don't have a lot to say because again, this movie is just so blissfully enchanting and fun yeah, well, and really easy that, to watch and wholesome. That end part when, uh, because what does she say? I just for, I just forgot. She says she when the mom finally comes back, mm-hmm. um, and then she says she says something to her, right? She doesn't yeah. just say hello. She says something else, like uh, oh, they say, they just say each other's names. Yeah, well, I know that, that uh, for sure. That's how it they calls her Marianne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is, right? Exactly. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Because, but but they said it the same exact way as they were saying it when they were kids. Yeah, or when yeah. they were beating up. That's that. That was like, what makes that was me think the, that the mother remembers her. Yeah, that's that. That was. I think that was like it was like uh, the mom came back because she immediately. I had think she knew memory. she had to leave. Right, which is so. That's another. Yeah, one. she that's probably it. made up a, an excuse to leave so she can to have leave. this friendship with herself. Have this friendship with herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. with her with her daughter. So like, it's crazy because she uh, like when she came back. She like, but it felt like the movie felt like, in my, for my opinion, when I'm like seeing it now or seeing it, um, was that she just had all these memories. Now that her daughter had all these interactions with her, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so like, okay. oh, hey, I just remembered, like, yeah, like my daughter, my daughter needs, me. I, need to go, I need to go see, I need to go be with her, and tell her that I, I still remember everything and all. This it stuff. could be that. That's how I saw it when I first saw it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talking about it with you guys right now, it does feel like the mom did leave on purpose knowing that this was going to happen. You know? Like, almost like it was foretold. Yeah. 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 It was like that, that space, uh, no, not space, the time travel one we saw recently, the the, the Japanese one. The, yeah. The, the architect yeah. of your very own future, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And stuff. Exactly. Like, Very yeah. similar. Yeah. You don't want to change what's going to happen. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that. That was that was actually really cool for sure. Um, but the I don't know. I, I will say the dad role was a little bit the, the weirdest, but it was almost like he was in on it. But they do. I don't know. They do a good job of like letting them be kids, and I think that's what, I think that's, what that's, a that's a big part of it for sure. They, they let the movie their, shine on that. On, they're really good adults about it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, very much so. they don't ask too much of them, but they still like have them be responsible for things and they're like very good parenting going on there. And from what little I saw, um, and again, I don't know how well it's all predicted, but again, seeing how the girl acts and reacts, like a curious, wonderful little mind that's going on there. You know, right. nothing bad at all. You know, I really, I don't know, again, this is just from <laughs> the bitterness of being me, but like I really expected all these horrible things, but none of it, none of it happened. Thank God, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. Um, and I don't even mean with the father necessarily either. I'm just saying, like, where's the flaw and all this going on? There is no real plot going on. There is no real conflict either. There is none of that. It's like 
Uh, what is that? Um, <clears throat> what is that Studio Ghibli movie? Uh, I already forgot. Uh, Hayao Miyazaki's movie. Um, also has no plot. Very similar. Ponyo? No, Ponyo has a fucking plot. Um, the, the cat bus. What's the one with the cat oh. bus? Totoro. Yeah, Totoro? my neighbor Totoro. Totoro. Oh, per- like a perfect children's movie that's just children having fun with a magical creature. Right? There is no yeah. plot to that movie whatsoever. Feels just like that to me. You know, even Kiki's Delivery Service has a little bit of a plot, but not even really. Um, do, do, do. You know, it feels like that. Like one of those rare movies that don't need a story, really. Yeah. Or the story is what you're, the scene-by-scene scene stuff, not like an actual story. Ah, great ending. I love the ending a lot. Um, anything else on uh, Petite Maman? No. Okay. Watch it. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, all right, check it out, guys. I'm VOD again. I bought it on iTunes. I'm sure you can too. We're going to take a break, the final break here. When we come back, we're going to review our last film of the evening, part of our Batathon. We're going to review a, uh, an animated feature called Fuck. No, it's not called Fuck. It's called uh, Justice League Doom. Stay with us. Vandal Savage steals confidential files Batman has compiled on the members of the Justice League and learns all of their weaknesses. This is Justice League Doom, Justice League colon Doom, uh, directed by Lauren Montgomery, written by, uh, well, it says characters, of course, based by Bob McCain, Jerry Siegel, written by Dwayne McDuffie. And this movie uh, is voice starred by Kevin Conroy. Yes, Kevin Conroy again. He does a lot of the Batman stuff. Best Batman voice in my opinion. Okay, cool. Um, Susan Eisenberg as Wonder Woman. Carl Lumby as Martian Manhunter. Bumper Robinson as Cyborg. Claudia Black as Cheetah. Tim Daly as Superman. Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern. I know that one. Michael Rosenbaum as The Flash. Carlos hmm, Alarzaki. As Bane, uh, Paul Blackthorne as Met- Metallo, Metallo, I don't know. and there's a lot more. There's a lot more. I'm gonna get into the bad guys here, but uh, there's a shit ton. And this is just like Doom from 2012. When the 2012s now. Uh, all right, uh, who is missing here? I think Roth is missing, isn't it? No, I mean, oh, is it Luke? Yep. I thought you were first and last time on uh, nope. the black phone. I mean, all right, Luke. What did you think of Justice League Doom? So. What I thought. Wow. I thought it was awesome. It's like, because I obviously I was watching it from like the Batman perspective, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it, it was pretty cool. It was like how cool. how he had like I think like oh I have a I have a way to get all these guys fucked. Right, incapacitate. He says more than once, not kill. Right, because Batman doesn't kill. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah I guess no matter what. Although, yeah, no, he doesn't kill at all. That's that's his problem, actually. <laughs> In some ways, <laughs> but you liked it. Is this your first time? Yeah, I've never seen this one before. Oh, oh. wow! Go on, continue. Hmm. Um, no, that, that that was just a quick one. That no, was good. Uh, it was awesome how he had a plan for everything, and in a way, he kind of was the only one that was able to kind of escape his own. Demise? <laughs> His own demise. I mean, I don't know how much he should have, but he had a whole Kill Bill Volume 2 thing going on there. Uh, <laughs> training. He fucking trained with the bride and shit, that guy, which I wouldn't be surprised. It is Batman. Um, but, Rob, what, what did you think? 
I know you've seen it before. But. Uh, yeah, my third time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I agree with Luke. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I mean, I do agree with Luke. But you. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, I, what I dig a lot about this Batman, and I think why I, I recommended it for the list, was um, for the fact that it's, uh, it showcases Batman's strengths. And uh, even though he's though in the weirdest way in the Justice League, the weakest superhero, which is yeah. just he's the only human, actual human, just regular human, right. has no abilities besides money, mm-hmm. um, seemingly never ending, but nonetheless, sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, he's also Not very the much best the, message, by the way. It's funny because like he's very much like the man willing to do what needs to get done. And the man willing to say what needs to get said as well, mm-hmm. uh, and that he, he he portrays that a lot in this movie, where it's like, listen, I'll I'll be the dark guy, I'll be the one that everyone I'll follow the sword on. Like I don't care. Like you guys are dumb for me to, for for you to tell me to not do this. Like you kidding me? Like you you guys are obviously like the big one of the biggest threats to the world. You are. Yeah. How are you? How are you going to tell me you're not? Like how, why wouldn't I have? You know him. Him saying all these things just makes so much sense, and not in like the evil villain kind of way. Like he's being, you know, he's like <laughs> telling us his origin story or whatever, right? But it's just like it's just. Uh, I, I think it's just it's so, such a clever thing to have, and especially for a guy who, like, he's all he's trying to do is protect the world, obviously, because um, it's Justice League, not just Gotham, but at least Gotham City, but at least Gotham City, right? Um, he's trying to protect. He's trying to protect the human, the humans. That's basically what he's trying to do, and that's that's his way of doing it. And it's like I think it's a fantastic way. And it's crazy how uh, how it's called all the shit that he asked, all the shit that he came up with. It is so clever, uh, which we'll get into more. Yes, and uh, you know, but there's a there's a double edged sword there, Ralph, because he also it also kind of like ju- it feels like he's justifying being a certain kind of asshole, right? Uh, and well, it, it's one of those things where yeah, never planned on letting anybody know. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like it's like Rick from Rick and Morty. <sighs> yeah, I, he's like I, Rick I and agree. Rick. But the difference is, Rick would tell everybody, I and you guys, whatever. And Batman here wouldn't tell anybody that. It just happened to come out. You know, like it just happened to come out where somebody was like, "Whoa, you've been doing this." He goes, "All right, well, I wasn't going to tell you guys, but like, yeah." Well, I'm not I've saying been, he's as bad as Rick. No, no, no. Obviously, not. no one is as bad as Rick. No, right. right. Not saying that, but yeah. the same level. He's the same kind of asshole. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I would, I would agree. I would agree. Like he takes like this kind of lonerism. Like, and you know, the the, the movie has a, a, a number. Uh, I forgot how it actually opens, but one of the opening scenes, one of the first scenes, uh-huh. is. Um, Wonder Woman, like they get hurt, uh, Batman gets hurt, right? And it's uh, when they're fighting the card guys, which oh, is yeah. weird villains. And um, he's obviously the only one bruised, Batman, right? And uh, Wonder Woman's like, you know, you could rest up in the in the chambers. It invites him to something to rest up, which sounds like code, by the way. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that. Um, wow. feels like code to me. Um, anyway, and he's like, no, I can't, no friendization. We can't be friends. Like, he has that, like, it feels like that. Like, no, I must be strict. And he has to go home and heal himself there, which he doesn't want to do. Alfred has to manipulate him into resting. Um, I think he says he needs to figure out who's to, who's behind this. That's what he Wait, wait, I but think. I'm saying he's going to keep no, working. I, I get like, what you're saying. Right, yes. you know what I'm saying. He's just a, a workaholic who can't like, can be with yeah, anyone. He's, he's uh, the American dream when it comes to a, a worker, employee for uh, for somebody. Yeah, we want you to. Yeah, he's definitely an employee of the month in his mind, for sure. For, for sure, yeah. You know, like, he doesn't work his ass off. 
I, yeah. a thousand percent curious. Yeah. Right. Also, he bosses everybody around who has abilities that basically snap his are, neck with a, especially with a Flash. Snap, yeah. but I think he bosses the Flash like the most. Around. Well, he's the youngest. I mean, it's I the think. Flash. For it is the he's no, a kid. I, also, the Flash I think is like one of the scariest superheroes. He could be the strongest potentially. Anyways, besides the Flash, but, right, he could, yeah. but he doesn't have the cojones. <laughs> And I think it's <laughs> obvious. And I think it's obvious that it's easy to go and get mired into that exact question, like you know, uh, who, like how Flash can be the most powerful one and how he can do all these crazy things. Like yeah. it's easy to get mired into the 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 powers of these people, of these meta people. But like, really, like I think Batman just sees them for their like what they're doing and how they act. And like it's not yeah. like um, necessarily about their powers. He's acting like Flash is a kid with. With like the power to destroy the world, yeah. He, like, he, he reminds me a lot of ba- Batman in this movie reminds me a lot of Rorschach. Yeah, he has some Rorschach stuff in him too, and those are not good qualities, guys. I'm not saying I'm just saying that I'm not saying that Batman's bad. Like he has principles, and that clearly defines him above or at least better than Rick Sanchez and fucking um, Rorschach. Sure, I, I get but what like, you're saying, but right, but in the end, the 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 thought is in the right place. You know what I'm saying, like. He's thinking what he wants to do is essentially help people. Like he's not trying; he's trying to like sustain life here. But at the price of his own life. That's what. That's that's it. That's he doesn't that's, care though. Is my point is that you should care. It's I, that's I get it. I get it. And that's for. You know, I'm saying that's his flaw. That's his huge flaw. And it is. It is. And I think that's why. Yeah. I would say like in the movies, and I think they do job throughout the. Marvel Universe or the Marvel DC Universe, mm-hmm. uh, where it's like Batman and Superman are like close friends, you know, like because uh, they're like they're very similar but very different, you know. One's never ending God, and then the other one's a human who has to see it in a dark way, but one sees like the light of it. You're like, yeah, bro, like you live for the sun, you know, like fuck you. And <laughs> meanwhile, he's like. I gotta deal with Joker, right? But like, bro, like, come on, like, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, look, okay, he is the most watchable. The human in this group is the most watchable. Oh, and yeah. And the most fun and honestly, the most relatable. The least relatable is Superman. Yeah, I can I relate, can't relate to, to that. Superman being a or Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I'm saying the most relatable. I didn't say he was actually relatable to me. Yeah. I'm saying. He's the closest to being relatable, and the also, opposite is is Martian Manhunter and no. fucking Superman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, Martian Manhunter. I gotta say that man fucking gets tortured. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I would say some of them get it easier than oh, others. For sure, some yeah. of them get it, or I should say, some of them get it harder than others. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about it because that's the real gimmick of the thing is that, um, as I said in the pod description, is that Batman, the ultra smart detective that he is. And who has to work, you know, ten times harder to compete with superheroes? Um, it devised all these ways to incapacitate or take down um, the Justice League should the need ever arise, either at the same time in the case that it was used this time, or individually. And um, <laughs> and there are varying degrees of differences, sure, but like, man, but also some of those are like one-offs too, right? Like you can't do that again on some of no. them. Oh, like I'm pretty sure Green Lantern is not going to fall for that again. No, no right. But, but although I mean, psychologically he got tortured the most, right? I yeah, yeah I guess I mean, so. It was like that scene again. Sorry for Rick and Morty references left and right here, but that scene where keep Summer safe 
and like uh, oh. the, the the car <laughs> creates a baby that's the, the lost baby, the death the dead baby of one of the officers is pointing a gun at him and then killed right. in front of it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's like that. That's how that felt. Um, I I would say yeah. that in uh, Wonder Woman also. I guess Wonder Woman gets a pretty shitty mental. Thing. Oh yeah, no, it was mental, but it was also like very like she was killing herself. Yeah, oh, to exhaustion. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a not that's a slow way to die. Uh, but yeah, I would say that I mean unfortunately Superman got the easiest. He just got shot and I have to wait wait a while to get healed. Um let me say he got yeah, the but, easiest. You're right. It's funny because like I I feel like <laughs> Batman came up with a, a great scenario and Lex Luthor's like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lex is yeah. supposed to be one of the brilliant people in the world, you know? And the ri- one of the richest, if not, you know, maybe even richer. I would say close, close to Batman, yeah, or mm. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, maybe, maybe that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, my point is that I'm pretty sure Batman is not the only one with a kryptonite bullet. Oh, for sure. There's no way. No, if you got the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sorry, Superman... Everyone can always find some type of kryptonite. It's just readily available if you want it. Right. You want to make him horny? Find the yellow kryptonite. Right? You want to make him mad? Get the red one. You want to make him... Right? Yeah. What does the green one do? I forget what the green one does. Um, the Flash was cool, though. But he had to work his ass off to get that thing off, though. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. Um, and even that was like a 50-50, the way Batman made sound. Um, but also another cool thing that they did also is very nar- narratively satisfying is that they got not the biggest, baddest villains of each superhero, but one of them, one of their nemesis. Like there's a nemesis per per superhero, right? And obviously the real battle was already done before the movie starts is that this guy, the main bad guy who can never die, I guess, yeah. uh, what's his name? Vandal Savage. He um, figured out, the, the I mean, the hardest thing was to figure out who Batman was and see what he has. Like he can only devise his plan after decrypting his files. I imagine. Right. 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 That's the only way it's possible. Yeah. Um, not accounting for the rest of the world, but I guess the way it looks like justice league is the only real powerhouse out there that can stop him. That's how he feels. Yeah. At this point, the justice league in, in this, in this point in time, uh, mm-hmm. when this movie's out, the justice league only, only entails that the main, the main five or seven or six or whatever. And then, uh, and then eventually they'll branch out to having other members part of the Justice League, a ton, a ton, a ton of heroes, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so what do you think about all that before they stop all this? Like, I, I mean, was it? Do you guys feel like it should have been longer? You wanted more of that? You wanted like, um, you feel like it was appropriately timed? Anything? Anything? Whole, yeah. Anything. anything? anything? About anything? Anything? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I totally forgot about fucking Cyborg until he showed back up. But I was like, oh, yeah, his guy. I'm like, wait, he's, he's not in the Justice League? No, he's not. not that, that, was the part of the, that was part of the thing, yeah. Yeah, I, I figured after that, you know. Yeah, after that, Batman got to cracking about how to stop this guy. <laughs> you best believe he did. It's like, I'll <laughs> let you join. Just got to find a way to defeat you. Yeah. Oh, you shake hands. Are you, so do you have any your... allergies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would ask him straight up. <laughs> he would just send them a bunch of questionnaires through email. Through email, yes. Would you like some shellfish? <laughs> oh, you like shellfish? Okay. <laughs> Peanut butter sandwich for lunch? <laughs> it's 
Cyborg, Cyborg, damn. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cyborg's inclusion was, I would say it's fun. It was a good, like, little way to foil the bad guy and, like, help out with, especially Wonder Woman there, because he, he was uh, the, the one that assisted in that one. Um, Man, but Martian Manhunter. You know, I don't. I don't know much about Martian Manhunter, but yeah, Rob's right. I think he's so he's a Martian right. that looks like a man, <laughs> but he's really a hunter. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not right. Yeah. Pretty he's sure that's not wrong. correct. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty correct on certain uh, certain things. <laughs> oh, oh, also, it seems like his secret is out, right? Because of this movie. Oh, is it yeah. Daddy? His co-workers it, 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 and yeah, shit. Like his uh, secret was that. I'm pretty sure they shot him, or they like shot him. I mean, like um. Shot film, like filmed them, right yeah. in there, in there somewhere. Feels like they did, but they would have. Um, all right, now let's go with the savage stuff. What do we think of the bad guy and all his his thinking and shit? So I don't remember this guy at all. I mean, my DC knowledge is very. Uh, I already know. I don't know. <laughs> so I had no idea who he was. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've known him also. Battle Savage. Battle Savage should be more savage for the guy's name. Um, in my opinion, like you should have already known that you had a small window and you should have taken advantage of that window. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, but besides that, I mean, I think it's a decent Bond villain. You <clears throat> know, uh, in a weird way. Where the, yeah, he's a Bond villain in a superhero world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's a Bond supervillain, really, in a superhero world. There you go. He does act like that, for sure. A lot of Bond villains want to take over the world or take over some crazy portion of the earth. The difference is, for him, is that it's weird because, like, since he's theoretically immortal, he doesn't know that. He he knows he's been living this long, which makes him feel like he's immortal. He knows he can't die. Mm -hmm. But maybe at at one time, one point in time, he will die. We just don't know that, right? Um, He just has the patience to, well, I could just wait for you guys to, I'll just outlive you guys and just do my plan that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's like, he's like almost a never a rush. Cause he's like, well, I know you guys are going to die eventually and I won't. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a crazy little plan though. I don't really get it. I, I mean, I, like I, I feel like, um, I mean, it was a cool little flashback to him in prehistoric times, I guess. Like, you yeah. know, giving us proof, I guess, through the audience only that he is telling the truth, right? And uh, that was cool. But I feel like, as always, the the focus in these movies is too much on the superheroes. Don't get me wrong. I like that. I don't mind that in some movies, like this one even. But, like, not enough focus on the villains. And I feel like we didn't really understand them a lot. So I needed more from that. So, uh, okay. Yeah, I would say the this does rely on you knowing a little bit more. Of uh, of your the villains or the heroes' enemies. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But you know, I don't. Homework should not be necessary. No, I, I agree. Okay. Homework? What? <laughs> what is that? All you heard? No, is that what you said? Is that homework is not necessary? Should not be necessary. Should not be necessary. Uh, for like to a, go into a movie or to go into anything. Oh, I mean, I mean, well, ideally, yes, but yeah. like. No. Look at all the like the new Marvel stuff coming out. They shouldn't be necessary for those either, but I also consider that to be a long TV show. I mean, when you do like, uh, what was it? Doctor Strange? They're episodic. And, and you have to do WandaVision, essentially. <laughs> right, right, right. To kind of get the juice, maybe a little bit of Loki. But you shouldn't have to. <laughs> that's, why, that's what I'm saying. I still believe that. I still 100% think that they shouldn't have to. Yeah, no one should have to watch Wanda, WandaVision to understand We're getting off sidetrack again. Um, No big deal. Um, 
Yeah, but it was. Uh, I feel like the action was pretty cool. I mean, I don't know much about the animation style. It looks pretty normal for the 2010s. Um, can't say a lot there. It wasn't like that dynamic, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. And I would say um, having the, you know, separate, like, individual, like, 30-second cuts between each of them, having their own boss battle with their with the appropriate nemesis um, was satisfying enough. But I wish they kind of switched it up just to see how that worked, uh, just to be fun in that way. Um, Bane is by far the worst. I mean, why have your cables on the outside? I don't understand. This guy seems to be the easiest one. <laughs> It just seems like a, a, a well-placed pra- shuriken, and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, it's dumb, right? It, it's dumb, right? It should be yeah. metal or titanium instead of, like, a regular hose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I just don't get it. Like, by far, the best thing well, is obviously the Dark Knight Rises because yeah. he doesn't have that shit. He's just strong. Like, obviously, that's a real version of it, but, like, that's clearly the best one. They do, they do Bane. It looks terrible. Yeah, Bane is very much the Bane cartoon. was. I was like, really? That's the one they brought for Batman? Like, couldn't it have been like a, the Joker or something? Well, the Joker's not a team player. They, that's no, not the believable. Joker is the you can't bring the Joker in for everything. Two Face, really? might be. Penguin also. No, 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 none of these are team players. No, you got to remember, none of these are. They don't but care not about Bane it. either. I'm saying, I would say Two Face or Penguin could have been just as team playery as Bane would. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe not Two Face. Bane doesn't have that. I think like that ambition of like Mm -hmm. I want to keep taking over things. I don't even know what he wants. Right. I I don't know. Actually, I don't even know what he wants. (laughs) Just Just realize that. Just a just a comfortable chair, you know. Right. Right. He's simple. Um, I I I just realized I really don't know anything about Bane. Uh, the cartoon or the comics. I mean, obviously, Dark Knight Rises. I know what he wants. Um. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, very uh, whatever. And I, I really don't know shit about Mirror Guy or whatever the fuck uh, Superman's dude. Uh, I don't know. Anything. Oh, that robotic guy. I only, I only know Cheetah because of Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> Same. <Okay. laughs> and it took me a while. I was like, wait, why is her thing? I'm like, oh, that's right, the sequel. Right. That's where I know her from. Yeah, pretty bad movie, but that's how I know her. Um, that's all. Like I knew nothing, so I don't know what appropriate things they did or didn't. What cool Easter eggs? I don't know anything about that. But it seems like the movie is more designed for a fan base that exists already for DC or at least Justice League in some fashion. Um, so not really for me, but still enjoyable. And I would say though, um, the only thing I would say another critical thing on the movie, not terrible, just that um, I would say the first half is better than the second half. And if I have to choose for any movie on the planet to have the second half better. <laughs> Uh, you want to end in a better better way than the, and, than to start it, uh, in my opinion. In general, that's my go to uh, rule on that. But uh, yeah, the first half is way better. It's just more interesting with the whole with everyone being incapacitated in the creative ways that they are. Batman realizing what it is. You yeah. even get that monologue with the bad guys and the ten million dollars and all that shit. I thought, oh, that was cool. Um, and it just gets like more and progressively more and more like typical and, and, and very like foreseeable and predictable and all that, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it's okay now, you know, just okay. But it was cool before. You know? Um, I don't have a whole lot beyond that. What do you guys want? What else do you guys want? No, I mean, besides highlight, besides highlighting Batman here, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he's not uh, really a team the, player. Somehow he's in this team for a long time, but it should be said that in this movie, he, 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 uh, exits stage left. From Justice League, right? You notice a lot of things, right? Right, right. I want the time, anyways. If you notice yeah, the, yeah. The, the the trend for <laughs> him comes. is very much like I got to do my own thing at all times because I can't rely on 
the super strength of this or the that. I have to. A lot right. of it is. Just, he will never I ask gotta, Superman to lift his building up for him. He'll have to go in, go under, and figure. It, right? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So it's yeah, but I, he's obviously out there because because he brings that voice, you know, of like, hey guys, like. I know you guys just think it's yeah. all going to be hunky dory or anything. I will like say the... that, Rob, for sure. Yeah. They need a Batman voice in that team, which is which is. I think that's where it fits them so perfectly. And like I said, like I said, that's where you see like Batman being just completely different from what you're used to seeing. Bat- Batman be. He's like he's still an asshole, but it's like he has to be. He's like guys, like I live in the real world. Like, have but you that's seen the Gotham? thing is that that's the thing is that. Um, and this feels both true, but shouldn't be true. Is that. I think the Justice League needs a voice like Batman yeah. for to make decisions and so on as a group, as a moral compass of some kind, anything like that. All that can work well with that yeah. voice and their team. But the the reverse of that is not so much true. Like I don't feel like Batman wants to hear their voices. I don't. Nor do I actually believe he should. Like he doesn't have to. Like I don't think it adds a whole lot for Superman to put his take on something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that feels wrong. That feels right. like that shouldn't be true. Yeah. But it feels true. Well, that's where the, the movie ends. He literally says, like, yeah. what's your thing? You know, what's what's the what's the the anti Batman, right? Because he's like, Well, what's our what's your weakness? And he's like, Well, you guys, like, what do you mean? Like I'm a human. He's like, well, the one, but he doesn't go by that, but he's like, yeah, You yeah. guys, because like, you know, you guys are keeping me human. Like, mm-hmm. you're keeping me straight, essentially. Well, like, without, we didn't go out and you know get cheesecake with them either, so it's, it's some, there's something wrong there. But yeah, right. But it's I, it's weird because yeah. like he doesn't, but at the same time, like again, like if you know anything about that later, it's, it's weird because it's like I don't know. Yeah, and I, it feels like ultimately the real reason Batman is on Justice League is to keep tabs on them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does feel like that a lot. Yeah, or, he's like, you know. so what? Uh, Go ahead and give me your journal from the last month. Like, yeah. Keep up with oh, you right? with your mother, hmm. <laughs> Martha. How is Martha? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh, oh, oh Wait, that's the next movie. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's so but bad. The, the real thing is gonna be. He's gonna be like. So I spoke to. I Martha think I'm watch it tomorrow, just so I can just get it over with as soon as possible. Get it over with. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm debating on watching it tomorrow too. And also, maybe I'll forget details that I I won't have to mention again. That I'll just watch it bits and pieces at work. We'll see. No, that's a terrible way to approach a review. But uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'll watch a movie. Um, anyway, that's all for realties. Uh, anything else on, on just? I got, I got nothing else. Uh, Luke? Mm. No, man. Batman's a badass. Yeah. That's it. And my, my concern <laughs> is that too, too much of a badass. He did come up with some pretty badass fights to stop him at least. Pretty creative. I don't know how long he took on some of them. Like, Bat- yeah. Superman, done. Easy. That's the first day thought he had. That. Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman, like, like, oh, that's harder. It's a little hard. Yeah, exhausting yourself to death, thinking it was your nemesis when it's like people. So you have to get her yeah, in Yeah, Wonder space. Woman, for sure, you had to get to you know to her and the, be like, oh, right. she's totally going to do this. Right. Like, yeah. Like, that's to, a lot of like. That's a lot of work. Like, mentally. That's yeah. a lot of recon. A lot of things going oh, on yeah. there. Um, <laughs> Flash is probably easy too. Flash is probably easy. Yeah, I guess the the speed thing. He just clearly saw Keanu Reeves in speed and like, okay, so as soon as he was slowed down the bus, that's <laughs> right. <when he> <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's what he said. Because yeah. Alfred watches a lot of movies while he while he's gone. So he, yeah, he, same thing with yeah. uh, Green Lantern. I think pretty much easy. He knew what his weakness was right away. He just had to know how to get to it. Right, because he has to relinquish the... He can't just take off will. the thing. He it's, has all will, to, it's all willpower. Right, yeah. right, right. 
It's not like, oh, let me get the ring and now I'm going to. It doesn't work that way. Right. right? Um, otherwise, everyone would be doing it. <laughs> oh, you have it encased in cement or something. Because... <laughs> Uh, all right. I, I'm, sh- I'm sure when he comes up for cyborgs, it's just a software update or something. Yeah, <laughs> software update glitch. <laughs> he gets a lot of pop ups in his eye. Um, <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> um, all right. That is a far review of Justice League Doom. And Doom. Oddly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> By the way, oh, real quick, sorry. Uh, Justice League Doom, it seems like it's going to be about Dr. Doom. Doom. Doesn't it feel like that? I know, I know it's a different comic book different, in general, yeah, 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 but like, yeah. just saying, feels <laughs> like it is. Uh, different universes. Different okay. universes coinciding, which, you know, it's like Flintstones and Jetsons. I feel like they should do that. <laughs> anyway, um, that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast this whole time, actually. Remember, we come out every other Wednesday. So next time, Luke is going to pick the movies. Luke, what are those movies? My time has come. <laughs> Finally, your time. Yeah, you, you've 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 been in prison long enough. You've served your you've served your penance. Mm-hmm. All right, we are gonna obviously watch the new Marvel. That's, uh, next week, have a good weekend. <laughs> Thor, <laughs> Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder. Excellent. Yes, a Hulu original movie called The Princess. The Princess, but not the other princess. No, that okay. we found that just got released in Germany about <laughs> Princess Diana. Not that for one. our German listeners. And finally, Batman v Superman. <sighs> Dawn of Justice. That's the full title. Martha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was well timed. That was good. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. That's the full title. Again, that's on HBO Max. At least I think so. One of them wasn't, but that one should be on there. Um, those. That's for next time. So until then, guys. I'm Oscar and Luke and Ralph. See y'all later. Coffee and pie. Coffee and pie, oh my. You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> <laughs>